for dropping the team of Bass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio making his monthly appearance on the program. It's his monthly appearance. Contributor to CBSSports.com's Ion Baseball. And recently, a reluctant teetotaler, Dane Perry. Dane Perry is the guest on this edition of the program. And as he does, and as I'm required to do for every one of Dane Perry's appearances, I provide this disclaimer, which is to say if you've come to Fangraphs Audio looking for the same sort of crack analysis that appears in the electronic pages of that site. Do not continue. Do not continue. Instead, turn your attention perhaps to Dave Cameron's weekly appearances in the program during which he analyzes all baseball or perhaps one of Eric Longenhagen's or Travis Sawchick's fortnightly appearances of considerable interest, both of them. No, what we have here is a dispatch from a man who resides on the front lines of a conflict with his base urges. While we can't help him we can at least learn from him, which we should do right now. Let us get to that conversation. What is it? It is Fangraphs Audio. Who does it feature? Dane Perry. And when does it begin? Right now. Probably. Oh, wow. It's a lot better. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, why, why do you keep switching these stupid platforms we use to record these stupid conversations? I think you're going to like this one, Dana. Do you really? Like... Do you? <laughs> we're off to a bad start on this one. No, we're not off to a bad start. All you had to do, in fact... I got headphones on, bro. We're off to a bad start. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. I'm wearing cans. <laughs> the nice... Hey... When when an, when a man says to a woman, nice cans, what part of her body is he, is he talking about? Headphones. <laughs> now, gams is legs, though, right? Mm-hmm. Nice gams. Gams is legs. A lot of dated talk, but... I think it is, yeah. You need It needs to come back, though. Gams is a fine word. I don't know if you can get away with it anymore, though, so... Yes, but could you, writing one of your dumb, dumb articles for CBS, <laughs> could you say that someone has a GAM injury? Uh, you know what? I'm going to do that. I want. I invite you to. Yeah. I actually attempted uh, minutes ago, Dane, to catch up on some of your work. Oh, boy. I clicked on one of the, bo- the posts, and I was assaulted, Dane, mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. a five-hour energy video. Okay. First, there was a big monster energy drink can gotta keep the lights on my man gotta keep the lights on got bills to pay it was a five-hour energy commercial set to a dubstep score okay Mm -hmm. i like what i'm hearing so far i immediately began composing my suicide letter as i was listening to it don't be one of these garbage people who uh, who, uh, operates under this umbrella of assumption that Ooh, everything on the internet is free. I cannot possibly tolerate advertising. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, when I basically every I'll punch sort you of in the tallowacker for that kind of <laughs> conflict resolution discussion I've ever had. Yeah. Going back to, to <laughs> you earliest have, grade school. You have school, a lot of these, do you? To earliest grade school. That, yeah. that this is what this is always the suggestion from the, from the facilitator <laughs> yeah. is begin your own. Part of the conversation with don't be one of those garbage people. <laughs> I just like to let you know where I'm coming from straight out of the, <laughs> yeah. straight out of the gates there. I'm not 
I'm never really surprised where you're coming from. It's usually, I'm, in my mind, it's usually out of the woods, <laughs> out of some manner of thickly wooded country, and you're just there on the side of the road. No, am I, am, I, am I ambling out of the woods or am I in a dead sprint? <clears throat> you, no, you, you have a limp, and okay. <laughs> and and you have and you have blood on uh-huh. you on your clothes, okay. and, you, and it's always and it's not clear whose blood. Okay. Or if you, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, I have a limp. Am I using a thirty out six as a cane? <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like that's a great that's a very um, succinct character trait. Yeah. Is if is the, is the, is someone who has blood on his clothes and is not sure yeah, whose it is? Right. Yeah, that reveals a lot about a man. Yeah, and he doesn't even know himself. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah, it could be could be any wounds. Yeah, well, or any things could be. It doesn't have to be a human. Long list of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Stewie. Yeah, I have some belated news. Oh. This. Uh, don't don't get nervous. It's nothing. You know, okay. Yeah, nothing bad. Um, this kind of got buried under the uh, talk of saving my mother-in-law's life. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, this is more important. Um, in fact, I wish she had died so that I would not would not have forgotten to tell you this. <laughs> um, I undertook a dry January. Oh wow! And yeah, I that su- is. And I succeeded. Yeah, what, what do you think about that? <clears throat> uh, well, I will tell you from my own experience of having I've t- I attempted a dry week I think last year at some point, <laughs> <laughs> and I succeeded in that. Okay, and I expected I expected to feel different either during or at the end of it. Yeah, see, I have some thoughts on that along those lines. And my what I realized was I did not feel different. Right, and I regretted I just regretted that I had. <laughs> I conceded a week of my life to not drinking. <laughs> I feel like you wasted time. Yeah, yeah. I could have been drinking. All right. I went from – let me get the specifics here. Let me go to, back to my drinking ledger. Are you are you, are you looking at your, your spreadsheet? I'm looking at my spreadsheet. I actually – I might be able to share this. <laughs> Join me, won't you? Yeah. I went from – let's see here. What's the – ah, boy, I need to reorganize. Um – yeah, I went from January 1st through February 2nd mm. without having a drink. No, not through, but until February 2nd. And what were your findings, then? Um, I was surprised that I succeeded. Um, I barely left the house. Was that by design? Right, yeah. Because if I did anything at all social, this experiment would have, uh, oh, I see a C pop up and you are in my (laughs) spreadsheet. I'm all in Be tender, you are in (laughs) my spreadsheet. It looks like that you maybe have been making up for lost time in, uh, Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, in February. I'm back fighting the good fight. Because your average uh, now, your at your weekly average now is nine or eight. 
8.18, yeah. Yeah. But you that's with zero for the first four weeks of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't... I just can't... Yeah. So, but yeah, like you, I was like, I was expecting like this feeling of physical rejuvenation and, and it just wasn't there. What about weight loss? Anything in that, in that front? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm pretty much going to be a solid 185 to 195 for the rest of my life. Did, did you, in what did words, you drink I could, instead? I could crush you in other words. Yeah. What did you drink instead? Uh, I enjoyed some tea. Okay. Hot tea, Sistuli? Yeah. Hot tea. Tea. Sure. Maybe without caffeine in the evening? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I had some hot tea. I also did enjoyed you, uh, drinking, re- drinking soda pop, Sistuli. Oh, you did, huh? Uh, yes, I drank some soda pop. Yes. Any particular flavor of soda pop? I like Zevia soda pop. Just like a natural... And I indulge in some Diet Coke every now and then. Yeah. But yeah, the, the entire key to this was not leaving the house. And I discovered that I'm capable <clears throat> of watching, uh, television at night without drinking. Okay. Congratulations. This is, this is a I bit guess. of a discovery. This uh-huh. is a bit of a discovery. Usually like, you know, the wife and I will watch, uh, hey, let's watch this show or this movie and it is, it is wine time. Yeah. Uh, but I discovered that I'm capable of watching TV without drinking. It's not an ideal state of affairs, but I'm capable of it. Yeah. Yeah. But the key is do not leave the house after dark. Otherwise, you will. Otherwise, I will be drinking. You have a drink in your hand. Yeah. I turned down invitations. I begged off of some responsibilities, but I did it. Do you think that you would revisit this experiment? I think I will because – even though I didn't feel measurably better, I have to suspect it's it's uh, uh, good for my beaten liver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put a beating on that thing over the years, Stilly. Did you? That, that liver that liver's rode hard and put away wet. You know that, boy. <laughs> Did you tell anyone? Hey, boy. You know that. <clears throat> you gonna answer me, boy? You know that. Yeah, I do. I do know that. Okay. Thing. All right. Did you tell anyone? Uh, while while you were in the midst of your dry months, that you were that you were celebrating Southern Ramadan. <laughs> Talk about a holiday that would not go over well. <laughs> That's my own personal Ramadan. Southern what? <laughs> I think there's actually isn't there a Leonard Skinner concept album called Southern Ramadan? <laughs> yeah, it didn't didn't sell well. No, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> not even not even their moms would buy it. They were disgusted. <laughs> Jimmy, I don't I don't like this new work. <laughs> yeah. Um <clears throat> Oh, Dane, I have another for uh, for you. I have another installment of um Misadventures and Civic Engagement. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember last time we spoke? I relayed to you my my attempt to call my sender that was foiled by myself. <laughs> the founders did not envision you. <laughs> no, no, and the framers, the framers, it didn't occur to them either. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have changed things. 
Did the founders and the framers, did they know each other? They, or would, they? Have, they would have street fights. <laughs> uh, in keeping with the you know laws of combat, because they were gentlemen. Sure, yeah. They would fight, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to send you, by way of this program we're using... Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I will send the... Uh, I'll send you a link. I think I can send you a, an internet. Is it? Wait a second. This, is, it, is it an internet hot link? It is, yeah. So there was a rally in my small main town. <laughs> it was actually uh, decently well attended. I just... Uh, I just I, whatever you want to call it. It was basically <laughs> me and a number of retired folks on, on the street corner. That was also what it was. It was two things. A, it was a rally. B... It was me and retired folks <laughs> on a street corner. And uh, none of us, Dane, uh-huh. none of us were happy about the proposed health care bill. Sure, sure. None of us were happy about it. Okay. Uh, which I think is, is especially fair for uh, people who who maybe are concerned about their health security sure. at an older age. Mm-hmm. So I made this sign. I don't know if you can see it, Dane. I'm, I'm admiring it right now. Yeah. If you were to this is this is solid sign handwriting, sort of it's disarming. You think so? But the, yeah, well, the problem. Like, so, so what you're looking at right there is a. Uh, <laughs> now, my wife is actually not in town, and she, um, so she left me. Uh, I don't know, like you would. Um, <laughs> she put out crayons for you, and <laughs> well, she she put out she 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 made sure that we had enough Trader Joe's pizzas. Is essentially okay. how how it worked. <laughs> And this is the Trader Joe's tart Did she, did she request that you, when she's out of town, that you eat in a high chair? <laughs> well, I always wear a bib, so that just that carries over. Okay. Yeah, because my therapist, well, mm-hmm. he says it's best for me. Well, of course, yes. Yeah, sure. um, okay, so this is actually a Trader Joe's pizza box. It has been ripped open at, <laughs> ripped open at one end. Okay, that makes. And then I found better. a, sh- and then I found a sharpie. This is uh, this is I I could not pull off this handwriting. I'm impressed by that. I don't think it's actually that great. It says now I'll read it. It says I feel awkward standing out here, but I prefer it to no healthcare, <laughs> which I think is fine. I think that's a fine thing to say because I yeah, I am yeah. not. Some people seem to be very careful or very confident or right. comfortable participating yeah. in these sorts of events, and I do not, <laughs> because especially if you're a situation where there is a lot of auto traffic going by you no one no one when you are in a car mm-hmm. how many positive thoughts do you have about other people that you see when you're in a car <laughs> every day it's just zero they just you see everyone everyone is an enemy when you're in a car right yes pedestrians in particular <laughs> they're always I have some just, thoughts about how they should be walking right yeah and they're yeah. never like well they're doing that pedestrian's doing a good job yes no <laughs> It's always negative, so I always feel just I'm just a, a an instrument to be judged out there. So I thought I would, I thought I would corner the market on. I would I would attempt essentially to preemptively judge myself, but so that someone in a in a pickup truck driving by, and there are many of them here in this town, mm-hmm. would first see me in my dumb face and glasses, <laughs> and would immediately f- form an opinion. Yeah. But then see my sign and be like, okay. Well, I guess. I get it. He, he probably, knows. He probably had it rough growing up. <laughs> yeah. It's not entirely his fault. Actually, that's interesting you mentioned that. That's a, that's how I want 
my entire life. That's what all of my first impressions. I want the other person to say he probably had it tough growing up. That's the best you can do. <laughs> yeah, it really, uh, it really uh, raises the bar uh, for what you can get away with. People what do you want by. people's first impression of you to be when they see you, Dane? Um. He's taking his liver out and. <laughs> that he, he rode that liver like a palomino. <laughs> now, Dean, have you ever participated in a rally? Or alternatively, have you ever stood on a sidewalk with 25 retired folks? <laughs> all, all singing more or less or chanting. Well, actually, there was no chanting, it was mostly just people talking about their gardens come spring. <laughs> See, that's better. That's better. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I, know, have uh, ever... I have not. I have not. I do. I do have to. This is this. I'm really struck by this sign. Just the. Uh, <laughs> I think you've done good work here, and it's not <laughs> like like a neo-Nazi is not going to punch you over this sign. You don't think so? I don't think so. It's just. It's like the equivalent of having your hands up, saying, "Look, I don't want to fight." <laughs> you know, I have I have beliefs, but I'm I'm not going to fight for them. I'm just going to suggest I'm gonna, I'm going to suggest them. I'm going to suggest them, and if you have a rebuttal, I will entertain it. Yeah. <laughs> especially if especially if you're wearing shiny boots. I just want you to think about the alternative I'm proposing. <laughs> That's all I ask. So you think that it maybe is disarming a little bit? Yeah, that, I think that's okay. a good thing because yeah. that's uh, because the uh, you know the you know you people are Hitler signs generally mm -hmm. do not uh, while sometimes justified. Uh, uh, I don't think that tends to yield results. What if uh, what if from in the next uh, for the next event I had a sign that read "I'm surprised I'm here too." <laughs> <laughs> That calls to mind something because while I've never been in a rally, I think one time on Twitter I proposed like a rally for apathy, uh -huh. <laughs> where you just concoct signs saying like whatever's fine, I guess, and <laughs> <laughs> however you want to proceed, it's okay. Right. What's the difference? Well, yeah. In French, it would be n'importe quoi, which basically means whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. I would go to a rally for apathy if such a thing were. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, that's the that's the rub, isn't it, Dane? I would wander into a rally for apathy, <laughs> <laughs> which is different than uh, now. You shared on this uh, on this very program a story maybe six months ago about the time that you had been smoking marijuana at a yes. friend's house, uh -huh. and your child and your child's friend uh, nearly wandered. They yes. nearly wandered into a rally, but it was it had a, a much. Uh, much more of a determined audience, I think. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they meant business. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, before I proceed, Dane, I need to share with you another. By the way, it's wholesome restorative marijuana, not just okay. marijuana. I, I need to share with you um, another a brief episode that occurred to me. Occur essentially occurred to me, okay. even though it all occurred inside of me at the same time. Oh wow! When, when I was walking recently downtown, such talk. I. Uh, and it, it, it leads to a question, though, or, or um, did I think – on which I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Mm -hmm. I was walking down the street, and it, it was a it was a day that was um, that was suggesting that spring might be around the corner. Okay. 
Yeah. I love and so there were some there were some birds in the trees. Oh yes, birdies. And they were singing. They were they were trilling. Is what they were doing. Trilling even. Yeah. Wow. And I said I said in my head. Yeah. I said in my head. I said, looks like we got a couple chatty Cathys. <laughs> That's what I said in my head. I said into my head. I said, looks like we got a couple chatty Cathys. And then I had another thought. This is a, this is a series of associations. I said. If I were if I were to be if I had a drag persona, it would definitely be Chatty Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> so so at first I commented I said that these birds are Chatty Kathy's. And then I realized that if I had a drag persona, which I don't yet. Okay. Yeah. I don't yet. But I'm only midway through this journey of life. Okay. Um if I do have, if I do assume a drag persona, I'm almost positive it will be Chatty Kathy. <laughs> I would be Miss Beasley. <laughs> Who's Miss Beasley? <laughs> I think it's another doll like Chatty Kathy. <clears throat> oh, okay. I thought I thought for a second that maybe Miss Beasley was the older woman on Facts of Life. <laughs> it's a, it's <laughs> but I don't plausible. Think it is. <laughs> miss something. Beasley sounds, miss something, sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Wait, brief detour. What is the? I'm going to look the, up Miss Beasley real quick. What is the premise <clears throat> of Facts of Life? Is it a girl's dormitory? <laughs> Boy, this is a trash doll. <laughs> I will be sharing a link with you. Okay. I think my older sister had this dumb thing. Oh wow! Well, <laughs> I've seen. I've done some preemptive googling myself. Look at that. <laughs> what a stu- I, all right. Yeah, I absolutely would be Miss Beasley in drag. Uh, <laughs> I would be the least provocative and interesting <laughs> drag queen. Uh, yeah, you 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 would be <laughs> Miss Beasley is someone who just barely got her librarian's degree. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's that's what she's all about. Mm. The asexual librarian. <laughs> that is Miss Beasley. Miss Beasley is an aunt who gives you <laughs> presents. <laughs> what? A, you gave me a wooden. You gave me a wooden car with three wheels. I hate you. I hate you, Aunt Beasley. <laughs> you gave me wooden socks. What did <laughs> Well, she's Dutch. That's true, yeah. She's Dutch. She's, she's definitely Dutch. You know, everyone talks about the wooden shoes yes. that the Dutch use, but no one ever talks about the about the wooden socks. Why is no one talking about this, Dane? Because Mrs. Beasley has them all. <clears throat> so, yeah, so, so, well, note that it's Mrs. Beasley, suggestive of a husband. I find that a little hard to believe. Wait, do you think it's Mrs. or Miss? Well, the one I'm looking at says Mrs. Oh. Is that is she pregnant? <laughs> is that how? I can't imagine she's not barren. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want, yeah. I, here, let me share this particular photo. Maybe it's different from the one you're looking at. Okay. What a link! Look at that. One second here. That's oh, that is Mrs. Beasley. Yeah. I mean, I. I oh, that she does have a bit of a different. Haircut there, doesn't she? It's more. Uh... I would, I would like you to look at the third thumbnail below, where it's the facial close-up. 
Oh God! <laughs> Look at those this eyes. She's she has a. That's a person with a dark secret. Look at look at the eyes are kind of evocative of gears and industry and. Yeah, that's the reflection. She's looking into. <laughs> she's looking in. She's looking into the into the industrial future, when all our jobs are taken away. Or to, maybe to she's forth. about to push her husband into a thresher. <laughs> yeah, there's no one who smiles that deeply. Who doesn't <laughs> oh have man, significant like problem. Punches. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Dane. Yes, let's do it. And. It's apropos of this point that I just shared with you, the Chatty Cathy point. Yeah, it's I, not I what it's not what is yeah. your drag name. You've already answered that. Yes, Mrs. Beasley. Yeah. Uh, it is what I was attempting to illustrate there, or what I, I illustrated to myself, and now I'm relating to you, is there is a lack of agency over my own thoughts. Okay. I, I would submit. No, it's it's not uncommon to hear this formulation, right? Right. When people say there. In my opinion, there are two types of people in the world, and then they can, then they pr- proceed to share with you two types of people, right? right. Yeah. Um, Usually incorrect. There are two types of people in the world: those who prefer Dire Straits' version of Romeo and Juliet, and those who prefer the Indigo Girls' version. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Those are the two types of people. That's it. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's actually the original Myers Briggs Briggs questionnaire. That was the only question on it. Um, the uh, so I would say there are two types of people: those who believe they possess agency over their thoughts, and those who essentially regard themselves as the recipient of their thoughts. Okay. And I, I, I count myself very much in the latter category. I do not feel as though I have control over my thoughts at all, that I am merely a receptacle for them. And when they occur them, I, right. I, I examine them. I, now, I take, but you do have – you can focus when necessary on something. Right. I suppose that's right. Yeah, I could – there there could be discursive <laughs> – you could, yeah, you could use them discursively. Yeah, I guess yeah. Some... I, I do agree that a lot of times thoughts just seem to pop in your head. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like do you, do you get do you get songs stuck in your head and that sort of thing. Well, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I suppose that there is people who suffer from invasive, like they have, have invasive thoughts, terrifying invasive thoughts. <clears throat> I know that you enjoy when I um, invoke American stand-up comedians, oh. so allow me to do so right now. This better be short, dude, because I will hang up. I'll comedian Maria Bamford. <laughs> comedian, I almost said Korean. Um, <laughs> Maria Bamford. She's not Korean at all. Comedian Maria Bamford actually has an album, I believe, called yeah, Unwanted yeah, get Thoughts. To the point, get to the point. Unwanted Thought Syndrome. Essentially, she would just be sitting there and she would have thoughts about, you know, like crucif- crucifying her mother. <laughs> yeah. Whom she loves. Right. Um, now, of course, you don't have to crucify your mother, even if that's a thought in your head. You don't have to do that. You don't have to act upon that thought. But I, I mean, I do have, uh, I do have, uh, I do like entertain thoughts of like, and this is stupid and macabre, but you know, what if this tragic thing happened to my family? What would be the first thing I do? Yeah. Like, what would I? How would I? phrase the phone calls that I would need to make and that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, sure, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
which are, you know, these are not thoughts you should occupy yourself with. Well, I guess, but I, I don't know. And yet at the same time, that's I'm sure they're universal in some way. Uh, they probably are. And then, yeah. like, you know, it's stuff like pondering, like, if the unimaginable befell me, yeah, would I be able to handle it properly? Well, you have, for example, you have a, a dear darling boy. Yes, I do. Uh, and in fact, you you just posted uh, the last I don't know forty eight hours or something. I don't know, I forget by what medium, but a an entertaining video of him mm-hmm. with his hippie hair. He does have hippie hair. Yes, his long Willie Nelson braids. <laughs> no braids. Still. No braids. No braids. Uh, but he was uh, he performed some sort of American warrior stunt in his. In uh, the he's basement. very obsessed with the American Ninja Show. Okay. Yeah. So he uh, assembled a. Uh, Obstacle course, as it were, um, in our basement, and uh, and you video you videoed it. I did, and then you shared it with people. I did, and your heart swole with pride. I I I don't know if I would call it pride. It was more yeah. like this is adorable rather yeah. than like uh, <laughs> look look what my son has completed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, let's be honest, it wasn't that hard of an obstacle. No, you're right. Course. Not yeah. yeah, not pride. I guess yeah. right. It's yeah. adorable. Yeah. And and the fact that he was so serious minded. Yeah. And this was without it. any prompting, like, hey, why don't you go do this? Or, you know, any help from me. He just sort of mm-hmm. did it with what was down there. And I, I thought right. that was industrious of him. So your son does adorable things like that. And yeah. I assume that in imagining a scenario in which yes. he were to yeah. be injured is unpleasant. Yeah. And that's, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I have people in my family who have lost their children and, um, just maintained this incredible outward strength throughout the entire mm-hmm. thing. And I was, you know, would I be remotely capable of that, you know, without being heavily drugged, which is certainly fine in that situation. No, um, I, I don't, of course, I, I'm, I'm not going to speak to your family specifically. Right. I can't imagine a situation. So, Parts of my family on my my grandmother's side, they come from farms in Iowa, mm-hmm. and they they would have ten or fifteen kits. Right. These families. Right. Yeah. Because you're manufacturing yeah. employees at that point. We discussed this. Yeah. And <clears throat> to me, there's a huge advantage over that model right. of of parenting. Yeah. Because yeah. if you lose one and you right. have fifteen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you might yeah. not even notice, honestly. Right. <laughs> Well, one of, one of my wife's sisters has six kids, mm-hmm. and even in these contemporary times, and even on that scale, there's a ah, we'll be fine, you know, <laughs> be fine, yeah, yeah, we'll get over it. Well, it's it's interesting that uh, that you mentioned thing because I I think I've relayed to you in private, although I don't know if I've said publicly that uh, my wife is pregnant. Wow, this is for public consumption now. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, okay, but but it's it's relevant because what I have. Found. Congrats no, on the course, sex, I, my man. What's that? Congrats on the sex, my man. I assume that you're talking about the sex of the child. The having of it. No, that's okay. not how we did it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, my, my wife said no. We will find alternate means. Like the like what, the movie Cocoon, how they point us to that one. Yeah, yeah. No, are you familiar with how Athena was born from Zeus? <laughs> I don't believe I am. Uh, born directly from from out of his forehead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's carrying in a strange way, I guess is the point. I mean, well, that saves a lot of trouble. They, she only just needs to buy maternity hats, <laughs> maternity veils, and, <laughs> <you know. laughs> 
the so yeah so what I have found and what I would I am I would love to relate to anyone if they are if, if if they show any willingness to talk of it is the is things that if before you are in the business of of uh, having conceived a child or honestly even before conception there's so much there's so much a that can go wrong and does go wrong right and b the stuff the stuff that doesn't go wrong like this happens in cuz humans are have um our brains are dumb right right but at any given point the the chance of, for example, the chance of miscarriage is much higher than i ever knew right the 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 odds the occurrences of it mm-hmm. and it's speaking with uh, friends now i realize that i have an entire i have many friends who uh had problems either conceiving or had difficult or had uh miscarriages mm-hmm. and I, I didn't know at the time and honestly if i'd known at the time i would not have had the same of course visceral reaction as to dealing with that the threat of it myself yeah because it's obviously the the you know, you're implicated at that point, yeah. but the, the, it is so it's so much more frequent than I anticipated. And even getting to the later stage, my wife's uh, I guess 22 weeks pregnant now. The it is it is very possible over the first like seven to 12 weeks over over that during time mm-hmm. during that time, and and even though it's not 50 percent, it feels like 50 percent because it's one of the options. The option right. is either you do have a miscarriage or you don't have a miscarriage. Right. To me, it's like 50-50, and so I just sat there mostly terrified and not wanting to tell any people right. about oh, it. Oh, yeah, no, that's a perfectly reasonable reaction. Yeah, yeah because you don't want to have to explain. Yeah. Now, I think I might have told you earlier on because <coughs> you are a person who I think is at ease with the terrible. I, <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, and so <laughs> if I were to have told you afterwards, oh, uh, you know, uh, oh, well, we're not. Well, it turns out it's not happening. Right. You would have been like, yeah, that happens. I mean, I but would like, have, I would have been more sympathetic than that. No, I think you would have. No, no, right, you would have. But I wouldn't have had to go through. But like a hard of hearing grandfather. Right. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. yeah. We, we have to shout. We lost. We lost the fetus. So we actually, at some level. The, the, our decision to tell people has been based mostly on their hearing. <laughs> no, if, if you told your grandfather that, would he respond, eh, what are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to know how people who live through the Depression, right. their sense, their sense yeah. of, of personal tragedy, yeah. I think, is different. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My grandfather tells a story, and I will tell it to you how I believe he tells it to me. And I forget which awful early century disease he had, whether it was typhoid or something else. The way he explains it is he was suffering from an awful fever, and he had some sort of boil on his head. And the way he... The way he the way he explains it now I think he was only like seven years old at the time is that his mother reached into the boil, <laughs> removed something the problem essentially is how he refers to it and then he was better. And then she poured turpentine on it and sent him to work at the mill. <laughs> We didn't work at the mill. You worked at the factory. Okay. One of the other. It was a watchmaking factory. I guess wrong. Yeah. Yeah. They made gears and that sort of thing. 
Actually, not unlike the sort that were reflected in terrifying Mrs. Beasley's eyes. <laughs> um, Mrs. Industry. We'll he tells her. me – have I ever relayed to you the story he tells me about when he was in college um, or like half college? It's not clear how much college he was doing. In, uh, in, <clears throat> in the outskirts of Springfield, um, Springfield Mass, uh-huh. he worked at a Greek – um, a Greek diner. Oh, yeah. You, I think you have told me Yeah, this. and he was paid in a meal. Right. <laughs> and the way he tells the story, though, he brags about how the owner of the diner had so much faith in him that he gave my grandfather the key. I said, I said Grandpa, he didn't, he didn't pay you. I don't know. It seems to be part of the story you've glossed over in your later years. So. But he got, he got a delicious meal. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, uh, so anyways, uh, I can already tell that – I mean I can tell you that pre-fatherhood is terrifying. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I'm looking forward to is the possibility that there are so many things about which I need to worry that I will be dulled. That there will be so many things that I, that I will just become immune to the terror. <coughs> yeah. I don't know if, if that's a possibility. Yeah, that's uh, – I mean, you know, I started enjoying my child – and let me let me be earnest for a moment. I yeah. love him and adore him, and I love spending time with him. He's awesome. Uh, the cliche is the greatest thing to happen, ever happen to me, and all that, but it's absolutely true. And I uh, want to lay that out. Mm-hmm. I did not enjoy him till he was about three and a half. <laughs> because first, there's infancy, which is just like they're just all they are, just bundles of potential tragedy. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I know that my yeah. uh, my sister had a child this past summer, and it, and especially a newborn, like a newborn doesn't even smile. There's no even interaction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're just vessels of fluids. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, it's oh, is 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 our child breathing? Let me go check. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> That's like infancy to me is is taking back. Like my wife loves babies. Like uh-huh. she loves babies more than kids. Where I'm the opposite. And. But for me, it was like all infancy was was making sure he was breathing. That's mm-hmm. all it was. Yeah. And then, then you get out of that. Uh, I think the I can't recall the statistics exactly, but I think the odds of sudden infant death drop significantly after like three months or something like that. Sudden infant death is another thing. It seems to be a uh, what a syndrome yeah. concocted. I, I mean, it's almost like. It's almost Job-like in the way that it's concocted. <laughs> right. There's no cause. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I guess there are suspicions about it. But it's like sudden infant death syndrome. The syndrome is that your baby dies suddenly for no <laughs> it's reason. Like, it's like tragedy lightning. It just, <laughs> it just might strike you. <laughs> it just might strike you. Right. And I guess there are some precautions you can take, but. Yeah, but then then it seems like every ten years they're like, oh no 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 no, don't let them sleep we were, on the stomach. What we were, we're right. saying in the seventies? No no, no 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 no. The best. Well, don't don't. By the way, don't follow anything people said to do in the seventies. <laughs> it's probably a good strategy. Oh, yeah, you know, I've had uh, I've had occasion in recent weeks to revisit in my memories uh-huh. um, some of my own childhood, and of course, one thing that you learn about as a prospective parent is the is a child seat. And child, the child seat 
world is draconian. There's nothing yeah. that's more strict. None – zero of <laughs> Donald Trump's executive orders are scarier than the words that come out of like our midwife's mouth about the need for a child seat and how if it's not fresh <laughs> – if it's not fresh off the assembly line, yeah. you might as well smack your child. <laughs> the child will well. just the child will just spontaneously combust if it's an <laughs> yes. old car seat. There's nothing that's more frightening to it. I'm going to go have a single man rally against child seat culture because <laughs> that is the most pressing thing at this. You point. know what? It's I might terif- I might sign up for that. I might <laughs> that's join when you. you could get involved in. Yeah, that's it's terrifying the the way that they the way that they uh, it's related, but. I was I was uh, caused to reflect on my own child seat. I remember sitting in a child seat that's built out of roughly the same plastic that houses uh, the organic greens that my wife and I get from Trader Joe's. Uh-huh. About that grade of plastic, with a <clears throat> with a brown a brown vinyl cover that um, was it was basically pure oil and ethanol and pvp or pvc piping i mean it was essentially it was cancer causing is my point i'd like to make to you and then my parents and maybe with the influence of some of my southern relatives i had forgotten this until i was going back in my memories they had affixed to it a confederate flag decal (laughs) (laughs) so i was just that was just what i was doing as a youth yeah, which is a strange thing to think about, but yeah. there it was. Yeah. yeah. I remember, uh, and they've shared with you a couple of things that befell me while my father was in charge of watching me uh, <laughs> when I was young. And he, he was essentially Kevin James, I suppose. Uh, he uh, let me wander off barefoot, um, and... I went to these like ball fields that were near the house and this was in a small Mississippi town. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wandering barefoot children are probably not that unusual, but I was like two or something and I wandered off completely. And the, when the police brought me back several hours later, <laughs> just, you know, this, this child who did not leave with anyone once the games ended. Uh, and this was, this was a good, I mean, obviously I don't remember it, but the retelling is a good five or six hours. They brought, they figured out where I lived, uh, brought me back and my dad had no idea that I was gone. (laughs) Oh, you know what? You know what? That would have never happened. What's that? That would have never happened with your older brother. (laughs) Yeah, he kept very good track. Of he would have come brother. back with a nice meal for everyone. <laughs> That's right. He would have come back with a with a JD. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, mom and dad, I accidentally attended law school. <laughs> I'd got good marks. <laughs> and then another time, he was tasked with watching me, and he took me in the attic where he was working on something. Yeah. And. Was he working on on some sort of restraining device up there? <laughs> this is lost to history. <laughs> and rather than, like, leave the attic door open, this is one of those fold-down doors, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, he closed it because this struck him as being more safe. Yeah. But I, you know, he was obviously not paying attention to me. 
And I was walking around the attic and stepped on the door and it spat me out on the floor. And Wait, did you go through it? Yeah, I fell. I was, <laughs> I fell through the, I fell out the, fell out of the attic basically. Wow. And, uh, what he, is that? You, if coming out of the closet is when you, <laughs> is when you tell everyone you're gay, <laughs> what is falling out of the attic? Is that is that when you is that when uh, other people in in your southern town find out that you have all of your teeth? <laughs> that's when you're putting on airs by having mm-hmm. teeth. You know. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, he let me fall out of the attic, and um, I was uh, to show you how things went. I did not go to the emergency room. There was a house call. Uh, oh well, that's kind of that's kind of that's charming. Kind of yeah. yeah, it's kind of quaint. Yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna kill your child, you know. Yeah, at least, yeah. And well, here you are. Yeah. I mean, not uh, who knows if you're worse for the wear. There's no, uh, yeah. there's no, there's no constant in this in this trial, is there? No. I mean, again, maybe it's your brother. Again, maybe it's your brother. Do you ever look? Do you ever look at it that way? I think maybe if if your parents had raised you with the sort of care that they showed yeah. for your brother, you would have ended up. What is he? What is he? How do you see refer to as? His, it's not a yard, really. It's more of grounds. Isn't that the word he, he's supposed I, to use for it? Are you talking about his house or what are you – Yeah, right. But it's surrounded by grounds, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, that that would be yeah. something that would that, – that would be a fitting word for it, yes. Yeah. 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 And now tell me about the size of your, your land, Dane. Uh, like how much land do you have? I have – well, I don't own any of the exterior. Well, that's not true. I do own a flower bed behind our unit. Okay, all right, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I let my dog pee there at night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, basically, you're a you're a terrible sharecropper. Correct. Yeah. You're living on someone else's land, and yet you also do not produce any crops. Yeah. All right. That's why they call me bad cropper. <laughs> You're a bad cropper. Yeah, yeah. Bad cropper Dane Perry. Bad so wait, cropper. you were recounting some of the stages before you took any interest in your son. Um, oh, yeah. And them, then like – You talk about the newborn, the infant. Yeah. Well, well, there are two stages before you start enjoying your child. Mm-hmm. There's the uh, is he dead stage. Yeah. And then there's the he's an <laughs> stage. <laughs> Please shut up stage. Yeah. Just – yeah. I mean they're just, you know, from like – one, two, for us, three and a half or so, uh, your, your pre age of reason where the child will respond to threats and, and, you know, calm expressions of why they should or should not do something. Uh, and, you know, your, your entire house moves up three feet because otherwise he would pull everything off and break stuff. And, and that's just, uh, it's the, like going out to eat is, all right, you eat, and I'll walk around with this, <laughs> and then I'll eat, and you will walk around with it. Why did we go out to eat? Is that's that's how it goes. And around three and a half, you're able to start reasoning with him. He can, you know, get the rudiments of games and sports and activities, and that's when it starts becoming fun. So you got you got a while, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. So don't go out to eat is my advice. Don't. It's going to sound like, you know what? We should just go out to eat. No, don't do that. No, I actually don't know if I anticipate. There might be one advantage, and maybe you benefited from it too. There might be one advantage 
to having your first child when you sort of feel like your life is already over? That's yeah. There's something to be said for that. Yeah, because I don't have, I don't want to live. I don't have. I have no pretensions of an exciting life. Okay, you know what I'm saying. That's good like to get out not, of the way. Yeah. I bore myself. I have thoughts in my head, and we've talked about it. And, and I am, I am just deflated by their banality. Okay. You know. Yeah. And so, um, uh, and I and I don't I don't need to live a sophisticated lifestyle. So that might be some advantage. Let's, but uh, yeah, I. Do, I yeah, I mean, uh, send an email here. So. Um, oh, okay. Well, that's good. We're just touching about uh, yeah. just t- touching on some matters that are closest yeah. to the human heart. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. I'm glad that you find some time to mm-hmm. it's, it's pend some correspondence email. in the meantime. I'm emailing you. You're emailing me. No, no. no. Um, <clears throat> I was going to say something, but I forgot. Let me ask you this question. All right. Oh, do you have? Do you have? family nearby who would babysit well that yeah well i actually went to there's there is a daycare very close to our home uh-huh. and i just i thought well if, i had to walk my dog anyway so i thought i would stop by and just inquire yeah and uh well it turns out if you if you ask about daycare even when even when your your wife's already a pregnant person it's possible that you're asking too late is what I realized. You're, you're really typing loudly, Dane. Am I? It's 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 noticeable. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's because of the stupid headphones, probably. Are you are you type are you uh, sending a message to Danny Nobler? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm uh, sending a, an email to my lovely wife. Oh, you are. Mm-hmm. On what uh, what domestic concerns do we have here? Would you like to read the text? Or would you like to hear the text of the email? Yeah. All right. The subject is Friday. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Here's the body of the tech, of the email. Yeah. Yeah. I have to work Friday night, I just noticed. Okay. Can you take him to basketball? Ooh. How about that? Is this his, uh, what, was in Girls Club League where they score too many points against, you? you like you set them up against a disabled child's team or something. <laughs> the 41 to nothing game. Yeah. No, this is, uh, this is a, uh. Uh, a different uh, basketball league. Do you are you worried? Are worried about providing too much structured time for your child and not enough go play in the street time? I am not. He okay. likes uh, he likes sports activities, and I uh, like them as well. So it works for everyone. Okay. Because yeah. I'm looking forward to telling my child to go play out in the street. Uh, you know, I mean. Do what you got to do, you know. All right. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, that's great. That's great advice, Dane. Yeah. Let me put this down. Let me put that down. Do here. you? Uh, so, so you see, I, I, uh, yeah, was man enough to take care of my child while I worked. Okay. Yeah. You, however, will be doing daycare, even though you work out of the house. I uh, no, no, I don't think we will be. No. Okay. I, I would miss no, that. we will not be. No, we might uh, we might impose that. upon local family members, okay. uh, but we had no plans to do that, largely because uh, it appears to be an expensive endeavor. Yes, it is. Yes. yes. Yeah, and also you need to it's have tax, as tax I said, deductible, but it's expensive. Yes. Oh, is it tax deductible? Well, I mean, as long as you're not paying a nanny in cash or something, yeah. You know, I try. I attempted to 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 um, 
file my taxes this year using line items, including including interest from loan. And I, we didn't even have enough. We didn't even qualify to get beyond the standard deduction. Well, you haven't owned your house for even a full year, have you? No, it's true. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, you'll 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 pay plenty in interest this year, I guess. I mean, I don't know anything about your situation, so. No, you don't. You don't, Dane. You're that's right. You don't even know who I am. Shut the f- up. What are you uh, What are you working on now, Dane? You, you seem to have gotten a little quiet and meditative. Uh, I'm just thinking of stuff I need to do today. I'm going to go jump some rope. What are you talking about? You're going to actually jump rope? It's a little something I like to do every now and then. For the purposes of exercise? Yeah. Are you done deadlifting because of your back or whatever? I've worked around that. I do do some oh. deadlifts on a landmine unit now. You said do-do. Yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah. I'll wear that. I'll own it. I said it. Mm-hmm. And then... uh uh, I will get my child from school, and uh, he has a different basketball thing at 4.30. I'll take him to that, and I'll come back and make some dinner. In how many basketball leagues does your son participate? Well, this is like a, a position, positional skills camp thing, mm-hmm. and so not really a league. So he's in one league right now. Right, that's my one question. Here's another question. How, to what did you, let's see, with, now that you have a son or since you've had a son, mm-hmm. have you been less worried about work matters when you're doing them poorly? Or have you been more worried because it represents total loss of income if you F up? Uh, I am I am definitely uh, concerned about... Remaining employed. Yeah. Not, not, I mean, not that I have any reason, you know, that I know of any reason to worry about that. But, uh, I, you know, I do at some point I'm going to become obsolete and, uh, Mm -hmm. what happens then and that sort of thing. Uh, we both work, so that provides a bit of a cushion. Um, do you think that CBS, uh, s- uh, sports would know if you had wandered away barefoot for six hours? No, they would not. They would not notice. They would push me out of the attic. Okay. <laughs> yes. Because you have all your teeth. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, right, I, well, do, I do, uh, I do, I am concerned about that. I am also, I'm very, uh, I mean, I've always been sort of concerned with this and mindful of it, but I'm, become very concerned about retirement lately. Um, oh, okay, yeah. having money for it. And Sufficient money, yeah. We're, we're, you know, we're doing fine on that front, but... Yeah, you're, you're middle class. And, uh, but it's... But, I mean, you know, none of, neither of us has, like, a pension, per se, or anything like that. And, uh, so, we have to do it ourselves. And, have and you considered every now and then a... I'll be lost in thought about it. And, like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Essentially, I'm really devoting all this energy and thought and mindfulness and resources to the end. Like, oh, now it's time to die. You know? <laughs> All right. A life of work is behind me. Let's get to dying. You yeah, know? let's get let's get there. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I think, you know, why don't I just say screw it and kill myself when the money runs out, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. But whatever. Do you think that uh do you think that your son will have what do you what do you think his his eulogy for you will be like? Thanks, I guess. 
<laughs> well, Dad. Yeah. You, yeah. You tried, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to make the same mistakes you did. And yet he will. Right. <laughs> no, he's not getting away from these burdens. <laughs> he's branded. Do you do you th- do you feel like your son understands or identifies with the Southern heritage? Uh, I mean, he's nine. I, he's young for that, probably. But he likes going down there because it's not cold. So you know. Oh yeah, that's right. There's that. Yeah. Does your son have a T-shirt uh, that features the American flag on it, and then text underneath which reads, "These colors don't run." <laughs> And is it true that that is given out as standard issue at hospitals? Uh, I did. Well, here's the closest the thing to that. Uh, when we were down there, I bought him an Ole Miss t-shirt at a grocery store. Okay. How's that? That's pretty good. At a grocery right. store. At a grocery store. Yeah. It would have been better if it were at a gas station. <laughs> well, grocery stores are the gas stations of the South. That's not a thing that you just said because they also have gas stations. (laughs) It sounds sort of plausible though. Grocery stores are the gas stations of the South. They sell they sell gasoline and milk jugs at grocery stores. You just buy it and you know roll your own, man. (laughs) Have you ever filled up a car with gasoline using any other instrument besides a gas pump? I've huffed gas from my dad's car before, yeah. You've huffed it in the, using a some sort of tube yeah. or hose yeah. and then transported it into, what, your own car? Yeah. Did your dad know? Well, yeah, it was because my car was out of gas and I needed to get enough to get to the grocery store. <laughs> to buy a T-shirt, an old Miss T-shirt? <laughs> buy a T-shirt and I came back and forgot to get a milk jug of gas and I'd do it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Did your brother ever run out of gas? No, he's he, he, no. somehow he always has a full tank. Never, needle, needle never even moves. And when he wandered off, he invented eternal gas one time when he was a child. Eternal gas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he hasn't marketed it though. He could really do well with that, but. Eternal gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeps it to himself. Gotta keep yeah. the powder dry, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One weird thing about your brother though is, is that he's a vehement climate change tonight. <laughs> Absolutely I'm, I'm not noticed. true. I've been reading because absolutely not true. He posts because you and I are friends on <laughs> on Facebook, and he's always posting. <laughs> and like you posted about something innocuous, like right. like like that like that video of of your son. Yeah, and he'll he'll write back. Look at his long hair. <laughs> it seems like you are infecting your child with your same climate change agenda. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He writes that. The gay climate change agenda. <laughs> gay climate change agenda. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you start a Tumblr called Gay Climate Change Agenda? <laughs> is that is it is that what it means when you fall from the attic? <laughs> that's when I knew. Yeah, that's when you've been yeah, you've been taken out by the Yeah, the gay climate change agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mom, Dad. I have to tell you something. I'm part of 
I have a gay climate change. I'm not gay. I don't believe in climate change, but I believe in gay climate change. <laughs> yes. That's serious. Yeah. Yeah. That's serious. Yeah. I've been watching quite a bit of uh, college baseball recently. I, I've, I've partaken of some this season, yeah. Enjoy yeah. it. Enjoy it. The, there is once Louisville has yet to lose, Stooley. At least okay. last I checked. Yeah. Uh, once you get into SEC baseball, you will also come across some amazing names. I don't you know will. if you know that. Yeah. Um, on the Ole Miss uh, roster, I believe I believe that they have Colby Bortles. Yeah, <laughs> that's more of a Mississippi State name. I'm not sure how you wound up at Ole Miss, but that's oh, uh, really yeah, that's solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are yeah. some – you come across some real first names. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, uh, Dansby Swanson, for instance, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. a strong one. Yeah. Dallas Woolfolk. <laughs> that's a name That's a name on Ole Miss. Uh, they actually – Ole Miss seems to have made it – they seem to have made a mistake, is they have at least three Italian people on their team. Yeah, Parker that's unfortunate. Parker Caracci, yeah. Thomas Spinelli. Yeah. That's and uh, Andy Pagnazzi. We gotta gotta do something about that. I wonder how that. And they also have a pole in Cole Sabowski. Oh boy! But Gray Kessinger, Gray G R A E, uh, related to the old Miss great Don Kessinger. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he is from Oxford, Mississippi. Hotty toddy, brother. Hotty toddy. How about Chase Cockrell? Oh, good old Chase Cockrell. He's Judge Cockrell's son. <laughs> now, how do you feel about Judge Cockrell? <laughs> I tell you what, he's okay. He's okay? He's okay, yeah. He's not a sum of bitch? Sum <laughs> of bitch. He's a good sum buck. <laughs> there is a guy, oh, Oklahoma have you ever State. Been to, or, have you ever been to Oxford, Mississippi? It's a lovely no, place. No, I've not. It is a lovely place. It really is. Yeah, that's. I believe that that's, a, that's the town that produced, or at least... Uh, was home to what, Mr. William Faulkner for some time? Spent my uh, first semester of college illness. Oh, didn't make it, did you? Uh, a lot of distractions there, Sestuli. <laughs> yeah. A lot of distractions. Are, yeah. any, are any of them? I, I, I mean, disorder? I don't have a Judge Cockrell propping up my grades, you know? <laughs> propping up there my marks. A... I didn't get the marks, Stooley. There is a, I didn't, I didn't hit my marks, and, and I didn't do it in my book learning. <laughs> Would you hit your numbers, though? <laughs> you better believe it. There is a young man on the Oklahoma baseball team. Uh-huh. He is a Sooner. Okay. Although he is from Prosper, Texas. <laughs> Prosper. And his name is Steel Walker. <laughs> yeah. Steel Walker. Steel Walker. Houston Street. Name. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah, too. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, you could really come across... Some pretty good comments. Walker names. Bueller. That's another good one. Yeah. Walker Walker. Walker's gonna name. Walker's gonna carry the weight in any name. There are too many yeah. uh, there are too many hunters to be counted in the SEC. Hunter Dozier. Yeah. Everyone is actually named Hunter. Yeah. That's everyone's first name. <laughs> Mostly what you see here is these players. Is that right? That's right. Mostly what you see is players using their middle name because everyone is named. <laughs> His first name Hunter. It's like essentially, it's like the surname Lee in any you know in some of the Asian countries. It's just a Hunter Braden Fink. If we were doing a, a uh, not grass, Hunter still, Walker Bueller, you could do. What? A, if we were doing not grass, still you could do SEC lineups with Hunter in front of every name. Yeah, 
Yeah. But we're not. We don't do knockoffs anymore. We don't. I wonder why that is. Mm, somebody killed it. Yep. But you had actually left far before. Uh, I still occasionally contributed. No one to. Not one to. Still occasionally yeah. contributed, dick. <laughs> All right, now we're uh, we're surely done. By now, it's been over an hour. Yeah, it has. Yep. Great pleasure, Dane. I'm going to go. Uh, be bad at my job today. I was really bad at my job, Dane. Uh-huh. I um, we're, we're today we're, or this week we're running next week too the positional rankings series. Okay. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> I was under the impression that I was supposed to run Craig Edwards' seven thousand word post on second baseman. Seven thousand. Wow. Right. Craig. Positional power rankings. Doing work. Positional. My man. Positional, yeah. And have, instead, you ever, have you met uh, Mr. Edwards? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's he said to me, "Oh yeah, he's the one who saw me in my house." Yeah. That's true. He has saw you. He said to me one of the funniest things. <laughs> he somehow <laughs> <laughs> he he um he somehow used ingeniously a Tracy <laughs> Tracy Chapman lyrics in conversation with me. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, he also uttered this in our in our Slack channel. Oh. Sorry. Someone had made a bad joke, and then he wrote in response, "Why don't they make the whole plane out of airplane food?" <laughs> <laughs> Which was a perfect marriage of two <laughs> hack stand-up jokes. Oh, um, he also somehow used a Tracy. Ch- Tracy Chapman's fast car, and I'm forgetting. I will have to ask him. It was it was ingenious. He was not sober when he said those particular words. Okay, that's, yeah, it's a good place to be. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was uh, doing all right when it comes to doing all right. Yeah, he is, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Good old correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey. Yep. But by the way, I, I got I got physically angry the other day because we uh, we have Roku, the streaming device, yeah, which I love otherwise. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, you know, like everything else, it has this little marketing algorithm and it recommends things to you. Mm-hmm. It recommended to me a channel of all comedy, like all <laughs> stand up and comedy shows. Yeah, and I was pissed. <laughs> I was mad. I was mad at the internet. I was not well, mad online. I was mad at online. Is it? But is it? Are you mad at yourself that somehow your conduct, your programming choices, led Roku to believe that this was the best? But a, that, that's implausible. There's no way. <laughs> I, I literally just spit out my coffee. Are you saying that? <laughs> I would not watch. Stand up for thirty seconds. I would not watch anything starring a stand up comedian. <laughs> Such as my contempt. I do like the the possibility of you releasing your one and only stand up comedy album <laughs> entitled <laughs> Stand Up <laughs> In which you essentially <laughs> You um, you essentially berate yourself for even appearing for bothering the people it's my who were in the crowd. Stand up, in which I denounce stand up. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
<clears throat> Dane, uh, one last question. Do you would you say that you have a gorilla mindset, Dane? <laughs> would you would you care to endorse endorse the gorilla mindset? <laughs> I would. I would, and here's yeah. why I would like yeah. to endorse it. Okay. Um, w- w- there's a lot to learn. Yeah. And I think that if we just look at all of the great gorilla universities right. and all of the great gorilla Nobel laureates, right. I think we can conclude very easily that the gorilla mindset is the is the only one to but adopt. But proceed with a problem. Just ask, what would a gorilla do? <laughs> what would a gorilla do? Rip off a kindly woman's face. Rip off Mrs. Beasley's face, that's for sure. Kill everyone I see. <laughs> And then smash everything else. And then masturbate. (laughs) That is the gorilla mindset. Have I killed everything? Now I shall masturbate. (laughs) And then I shall eat poop. Yeah. That's it. All right, Dane, you are uh, free of your obligations after you giving your full personal and professional endorsement to Mike Cernovich's book, (laughs) Gorilla Mindset. Thank you, Dane. That has been Dane Perry, contributor to CBSSports.com's Ion Baseball. I'm Carson Sestouli. This has been Fangraphs Audio.